Genesis 1, 1-5 In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning God. Verse 2 And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And evening and the morning were the first day. In the beginning God. I want you to notice also in verse 4 before we start digging in. Verse 4 says, And God saw the light, and that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Well, the Bible tells us as Christians, we are the light of the world. And light and darkness are divided by God. We are light, and the world is darkness. We are not to mix with the world, but we are to be in the world, but not of the world. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14, referring to Christians, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. We are the light, and the world is darkness. And then over in John chapter 3, starting in verse 19, And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hate light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be destroyed. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Christians are light, the world is darkness, or in darkness, and we as the light are to witness to the world. Now the title of this message is, In the Beginning, God. Let's look at verse 1 again, Genesis. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. The first verse in the Bible talks about the creation of time. In the beginning, the mighty creator God, Elohim, the mighty God that is three in one, created time. Before this verse, time as we know it did not exist. God is an infinite being. Man needed the concept of time. God does not. Space, heaven, and matter, earth, were also created by God at the beginning of time. In the beginning, God created time. God is mentioned, the mighty, we translated from Elohim, the mighty three-in-one creator God. So you have the Trinity mentioned. You have time created in the first, first verse of the Bible. God created heaven. He created space. He created matter and the earth. So you have the creation of time. You have the mention of the Trinity. You have the creation of space. And you have the creation of matter, all in the first verse of the Bible. Before this beginning of time, there was none but the infinite being God. People who don't believe in God are not wise. They see a world around them that could not make itself, yet they will not acknowledge God. The Bible tells us there are none that truly don't believe there is a God. They just won't acknowledge the fact that there is one. Romans 1, 19-20 says, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, referring to all humans, all of us. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. The word manifest in this verse means apparent, publicly, abroad, appear, known openly. God imprints on the heart of every man a knowledge of his existence. Before the beginning of time, there was only Elohim, the mighty three-in-one creator God. Genesis 1-1 again, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. The doctrine of the Trinity, the three-in-one God, is grounded in the very first verse of the Bible. He is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And the Trinity was present at the beginning. 
The word translated as God in the first verse of the Bible is the Hebrew name for God, Elohim. This name means the mighty creator. It is specifically used in the plural indicating the three-in-one God or the Trinity. We were often told throughout the Bible that the world was made by him, and without him there was nothing that could be made. The word created here specifically means made out of nothing. In other words, there was no pre-existent material out of which the world was produced. John 1.3 says, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. That's referring to Jesus Christ. Ephesians 3.9, And to make all men see that what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Notice Ephesians 3.9 indicates to us that Jesus Christ was present at the beginning, and all things were created by or through Jesus Christ. In the beginning is not the beginning of eternity or the beginning of God, but the beginning of the creation of the world. The name Genesis comes by way of the Latin from the Greek title to this book. In the Hebrew, the book was named for its first word, Barisheth, that signifies original, generations, history of origins, or in the beginning. God's created world reflects his glory. Psalm 8, 3-4 When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? There is great variety. There are several kinds of all parts of the creation. Every snowflake is different. Every human has their own uniqueness. In animals and plants, there is almost infinite variety. Then we have great beauty. Look at some of the natural wonders to behold. Mountain ranges, beautiful birds, amazing intricate flowers, butterflies, the list goes on and on. The beauty of God is clearly manifest in the world all around us. Then we have great power. Look at the power to behold in nature. The power of Niagara Falls, the power of a hurricane, the power of the sun, the power of gravity holding the planets in order. The almighty power of the almighty God is clearly evident all around us. Then there is great order, exactness, and detail. Look at how our bodies are designed to work, how our heart pumps, how our eyes can see. To get more detailed, look at how a cell functions. Or look at how we all have unique genetic imprint that is just our own. Charles Darwin had this to say about the great order, exactness, and detail of nature. To suppose the eye with all its imitable contrivances for adjusting the focus to different distances, for admitting different amount of light, and for the correction of spherical and chromatic aberration could have been formed by natural selections seems, I freely confess, absurd in the highest degree. That was Charles Darwin. You have either faith in God or you have faith in a theory. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Anything you believe about creation of the world requires faith. Any effort to determine the cause or reason for the universe getting here or where it came from is based in faith. Hebrews 11.1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. No human was alive to observe the theory of the Big Bang in the preceding billions of years. And then you have to place another theory, the theory of evolution on top of the theory of the Big Bang. On top of that theory, plus you gotta add millions of more years just to get where we are today. All of these theories are based on assumptions and presuppositions. I would rather place my faith in God than theories from men built on top of subsequent theories from men, built on top of assumptions and presuppositions that take billions and billions of years to form. Charles Darwin, near the end of his life, said this about his theories. I was a young man with unformed ideas. I threw out queries, suggestions, 
wondering all the time over everything, and to my astonishment, the ideas took like wildfire. People made a religion of them. It takes faith to believe in God, and I argue it takes even more faith to believe in the Big Bang and the theory of evolution. Either way, you believe it is based in faith. And God already told us in Romans chapter 1 that all men are born with an imprint of God upon their heart. So all men know, whether they deny it or not, know there is a God. There is an imprint of God on their heart. So to purposely turn down the explanation of the universe that's provided by God and believe the explanation of the universe that's provided by fallible, sinful men is beyond my comprehension. All beliefs in the origin of our present universe can be broken down into two statements. There is an infinite series of random causes and effects going back almost infinitely in time with no ultimate cause other than that of the Big Bang Theory. But this leaves us with the question, what caused that? Romans 1, 20-22, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So they are without excuse. Because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. That's one statement. The second statement that all beliefs in the origin of our present universe can be broken down to is this. There exists an uncaused first cause that was transcendent to the universe. And this first cause created the universe with an intelligent design. With this statement, the universe was created purposefully and not by random series of occurrences happening over billions of years. Jeremiah 10 verse 12, He hath made the earth by his power, he hath established the world by his wisdom, and hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. You need faith to believe in either of these two statements since they are improvable by scientific experiments. Either you believe in what some finite men say about the origin of the universe, that a tiny speck blew up, and spread material randomly around until it somehow started forming planets, and somehow a lifeless particle became alive and eventually evolved through billions of years into every living thing on the planet Earth. Or, you place your faith in an infinite God, and that in the beginning God created everything there is. Either way, what you believe is based in faith. You either have faith in what finite men say, who if you believe what they say, their very existence is just a random occurrence, or you believe in an infinite God, with infinite power, who created the entire world with purpose and design. Let's look at the creation of time, space, and matter. You have the creation of time, space, and matter in Genesis 1.1. We learned already that the basic elements of the whole universe consist of time, space, and matter. There is a vast and immeasurable universe that we live in. The physical universe is temporal. Its characteristics are defined by time, space, and mass and energy, usually just referred to as matter. 2 Corinthians 4.18 While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. In the beginning, we have the creation of time. Time as we know it did not exist till God made it exist. God created. Here we see the reason things came into existence. We have our first cause. Revealed to us in these two words. Think of all the time and money spent on research over the years. That could have been saved just by reading and believing those two words. God created. Now we see the heaven. God created space. God created all of space in which the earth exists. And then the last part of that verse, and the earth. So God created matter. All that we can see in the natural world and in space, God created. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. 
So we have in this one short verse the, the origin of the entire universe. We have our first cause, God creating time, space, and matter. The first cause of the basic parts of our universe and the three fundamental parts of the entire universe is all found in Genesis 1.1. So some final thoughts on this verse. So we see that God created the universe with three basic parts to it, time, space, and matter. The three-in-one universe is a reflection of our mighty God and his trinity. The Bible also tells us that man was created in the image of God. Man also was three-in-one. We are body, spirit, and soul. So man reflects God's trinity by our triunity of body, spirit, and soul. Genesis 1.27 So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. In the beginning, when God created time, not the beginning of God of eternity, God created, not a tiny speck exploding, and then by random chance forming into planets, and then a one-cell simple living thing that somehow evolved and made itself more complex through billions and billions of years of evolution and chance until it formed all that we know and see, but God, Elohim, the mighty three-in-one creator God of the world, created it out of nothing. He made everything and set time in motion, the heaven, space, all that is out there, all that contains the earth, all that contains the millions and millions of stars and planets, comets, solar systems, galaxies, all that makes up the infinitely vast and complex space that we know, and the earth. The earth as we know it, in all matter, God created all that there is. God created the earth in six literal days. Exodus 20 verse 11. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God is big enough to create the heavens and the earth in six literal days, and be assured his word is without error whatsoever. God created the heaven, the earth, man, and all there is in six literal days. The Hebrew word for day, yom, can be used to mean either a 24-hour period of time or an infinite period of time like the expression found in Joel 1.15, for the day of the Lord is at hand. However, when yom is used in conjunction with a number, it always, without exception, means a 24-hour period of time. There is no exception to this rule. In the Genesis creation account, yom is used with a number, so it means a 24-hour period of time. So the Bible tells us that God created the heaven and the earth in six literal 24-hour days. So let's look at an overview of creation. Day one, the heavens, the earth, light and darkness, and by the statement of, in the beginning, time was also created, Genesis 1, 1 to 5. Day 2, heaven, a firmament to distinguish the waters that are wrapped in the clouds and the waters that are in the seas, Genesis 1, 6 to 8. Day 3, dry land, the seas, vegetation, Genesis 1, 9 to 13. Day 4, the sun, the moon, and the stars, Genesis 1, 14 to 19. Day 5, living creatures in the water and the birds in the air, Genesis 1, 20 to 23. Day 6, land, animals, and man. Genesis 1, 24 to 31. The six days of creation. Day 1, heavens, earth, light, darkness, and time. Day 2, heaven, sky, atmosphere, division of waters. Day 3, dry land, seas, vegetation. Day 4, lights in heaven, sun, moon, stars. Day 5, living creatures in the water, birds in the air. Day 6, insects, land, animals, and man. And day 7, a day of resting. So in conclusion, the mighty creator God, Elohim, the mighty God that is three one created time, 
space, and matter. Before Genesis 1-1, they did not exist. In the beginning is not the beginning of eternity or the beginning of God, but the beginning of the creation of the world. Anything you believe about the creation of the world requires faith. Any effort to determine a cause or reason for the universe getting here or where it came from is based in faith. Hebrews 11.1 1. So we see that God created the universe with three basic parts to it, time, space, and matter. The three-in-one universe is a reflection of our mighty God and his trinity. The Bible also tells us that man was created in the image of God. Man also is three-in-one. We are body, spirit, and soul. So man reflects God's trinity by our triunity of body, spirit, and soul. Genesis 1.27 God created the heaven, the earth, and man, and all there is to see in six literal 24-hour days. God also, in his creating of everything, in six literal days, and resting on the seventh day, created a pattern of work and rest for man to follow. In the beginning, God.